Dirt Radio, organic friends of the earth, activism, underground, political action, necessary, wind farms, indigenous struggles, land rights, anti-nuclear, nanotechnology, climate change, coal barons, mining magnates, activists, educating, communities, transforming, communities, mobilizing a sustainable planet. Get involved now. Friends of the earth. Friends of the earth. Friends of the earth. Dirt Radio. Good morning and welcome to Dirt Radio, Friends of the Earth show on 3CR. My name is Megan Williams, your host for today, and flying in as our guest co-host, we have Lucinda Walker. How are you going, Lucinda? I'm really well, Megan. How are you going? I'm very good. How have you been handling isolation? Um, I've been going okay. I got a kitten. That's probably one of the biggest things, changes that I've had during <laughs> Um, yeah I've been going okay been trying to um, do a bit of mutual aid work where I can because I'm not working at the moment sounds great today's show has been pre-recorded from our homes during this 3CR station shutdown and we are broadcasting across Wurundjeri and Boonwurrung lands of the Kulin Nations via 855 AM and right across these great stolen lands via 3cr.org.au slash streaming I would like to acknowledge the countries from which we are coming to you from today, Wurundjeri and Boonwurrung country of the Kulin Nations and the Gunditjmara country out west. I'd like to pay respects to elders past, present and emerging from both lands of which we're coming to you from and from where you're listening. Sovereignty has never been ceded. So today's show will be catching up on how Friends of the Earth campaigns have been tracking during this period of isolation. While many of us are in our homes and some might say nature is healing, um, but climate change has not yet gone into quarantine. And we'll be hearing from Act on Climate Collective's amazing Anna Langford. And we'll be hearing how Victorian coastlines are feeling the impacts of rising sea levels, the community solutions and what's happening with the state's emission reduction targets. Also joining us is a wonderful fundraising coordinator of Friends of the Earth and Friends of the Earth Warnable's most loyal supporter, Jamila Rushton, here to talk us through how stay-at-home haircuts are the latest fundraising fads here to keep our doors open once we're allowed to get back together again. Hope everyone is faring well during these socially distanced times and thanks for tuning in to 3CR to stay connected to our radical, transformative community. Even though we're physically apart, we've still got each other. We'll be back after this community service announcement. 3CR remains closed to all broadcasters and guests until further notice. The good news is that so many of our programs are producing new shows each week from home. From lost in signs to living free. Done by law to defence of government schools. Concrete gang to chronically chilled. Mafalda to music matters. We're here with compelling content and rousing radio. Listen live or listen later. Tune in, stay safe and keep listening. 3CR Community Radio, here to stay. Listening to Dirt Radio on 3CR, Megan and Lucinda taking you with us this morning. And joining us today is Anna Langford from the Act on Climate Collective and Jamila Rushton, our fundraising coordinator. 
Welcome to the show, both of you. Thanks, Megan. Um, all right. So, Anna, we were just wanting to know about how, what's going on with the emission reduction targets. Has anything changed with COVID or is it still going ahead as planned, the decision? Yeah, so um, this has been a kind of a weird gap um, in the campaign because, of course, uh, community members may remember that for three years we were campaigning for Victoria's emissions reduction targets for 2025 and 2030 um, to be strong and science-based, um, and the deadline for those to be set was March 31st of this year. But, of course, by March 31st of this year, we were all already full-on into lockdown um, with everything being thrown into disarray by the COVID pandemic. And so certainly uh, not the spanner in the works we were anticipating, but community members did come together over social media for a final push for strong targets from their homes and, yeah, it has been a couple of months already since that decision deadline passed. But what's changed is that the 10 sitting day period, um, which the Victorian government has to announce those targets after the March 31st deadline has been extended now because of the suspension of parliament due to the pandemic. So at the moment, we are looking at more like August 6 as the deadline for the announcement. And yeah, we need to continue to keep pressure up and build the expectation um, among community members for those targets when they're announced to be the strong and science-based ones we need to protect Victorian communities. Thanks, Anna. Okay, so um, a community that Act on Climate has been heavily involved with Recently, the Basque Coast on Bunurong country, so around Inverloch, has seen a really dramatic amount of coastal erosion that has now stopped the Bunurong road has been had to be closed because of coastal erosion. Um, I was wondering, Anna, if you could give us an update on Inverloch. Yeah, I sure can. So yesterday was a pretty big day for the Act on Climate Collective because we actually had a front page story in Monday's Age about the accelerating coastal erosion along Victoria's coastline, but with a particular focus on the towns of Apollo Bay and Inverloch. And as you said, Inverloch is a community that we've been working with for the last year and a half. And um, we started working with them when we met a citizen scientist down there, Aileen Venning, who has tracked more than 50 metres of coastal erosion since 2012. And um, it was it made the news uh, yesterday because it has really been accelerating of late with some intensifying storm surges that have been eroding the dunes there rapidly and have now exposed the Surf Lifesaving Club and the Bunurong Road. So, yeah, it's... Um, been pretty uh, pretty confronting to see climate impacts like that showing themselves you know I, I guess much earlier than we thought um and yeah just like so so locally as well um really reminding us that climate change isn't like a far away or far into the future problem anymore mm, absolutely it's really scary what we're seeing down there Anna could you just tell us, like, the last couple of days have been really glorious weather. Over what kind of time frame had you seen that coastal erosion and, and when has it been 
uh, increasing in, in recent times? Yeah, well, as, as I said, Aileen's been tracking the erosion for the last eight years, but it seems like just in the past couple of weeks, it's really been accelerating in impacts. Like just in the last two weeks, the coast um, and the Inverloch surf beach has lost about five metres alone of beach. And so we've seen, a, I think it's a 500 tonne rock wall rapidly erected to protect the Bunurong Road, but it's actually already starting to fall apart with the continued storm surges. And so, yeah, I guess it's clear that Band-Aid solutions like that are not going to meet the, the enormity of the problem. Mm, absolutely. I was wondering, Anna, if you could talk a little bit about how Act on Climate and Generally Fo are going during this COVID period with everything mostly being online. Yeah, God, <laughs> certainly has been a strange time to um, to be a campaigner. And yeah, of course, L- Lucinda is a really passionate member of the Act on Climate Collective as well. So um, you've joined us in all of our Zoom meetings since the lockdown started in March. And honestly, one really nice part of that has been that people that do live a bit further away, like further out in the city or in rural and regional parts of Victoria, have been able to join more of our meetings. Mm -hmm. And because we have really missed being able to go on road trips out to regional communities that we connect and do our work with, like the community in Inverloch, but they've been able to join us in another way, which has been really nice. And yeah, I guess like it it still feels like there's not enough time to get everything done that we want to, which is a a good sign, I reckon. (laughs) Absolutely. Also, I was wondering now that um, the emission reduction targets um, have been such a big part of Act on Climate's campaigning, particularly in recent years, I was wondering what kind of are the next steps for Act on Climate? Yeah, so we do have some major next steps coming up because, as I mentioned before, we are waiting for the announcement of the emissions reduction targets for 2025 and 2030, which is looking like um, won't be announced publicly until about August 6 now. And so that's a pretty big gap between um, March when they were set and the announcement date. But um, we are not just going to sit around and wait for those to um, be made public. We're going to be getting on with launching the next major phase of our campaign, which is hopefully going to be like a a really important building block in um, setting Victoria up for the next 10 years of really strong climate action. Um, And so basically what's happening is that once the Andrews government sets these emissions reduction targets, they're required to compile a Victorian climate strategy by October this year. Um, And the point of that is to like assess in every Victorian industry and area where emissions um, can be cut and what needs to be done. Um, But of course, with the pandemic, it's looking like that climate strategy deadline may also be, you know, pushed out further or that the the actual putting together of the strategy itself um, will fall to the side. Uh, And so what the Act on Climate Collective has decided to do is to (laughs) um, take the putting together of the strategy off their hands and um, launch the people's climate strategy for Victoria. (laughs) (laughs) So it's going to be a strategy that is put together by Victorian 
communities. And on June 3rd, we're going to be having an online launch event for that where people can learn how they can get involved wherever they're from in the state or whatever industry or economic sector or community they're in. It really is about hearing from everyone about how we can lower emissions as quickly as possible while leaving no Victorian behind. Oh, amazing. I'm personally so excited for the climate strategy. I think it's genius. Um, And finally, Anna, I was just wondering, how can people get involved with all the work that Act on Climate has going on during this COVID time? So if you're keen to be involved in this next stage of the campaign, of course, we've still got our Monday night meetings happening every week from 6pm till 7.30. And um, if you want to get involved in those, then you can just message our Facebook page at Act on Climate Vic or uh, find the the Facebook events of the meetings where um, if you post in them, we can give you the the Zoom link to join. A bit easier to join from the comfort of your bed or sofa on these colder winter nights now. And yeah, you'll also find on our Facebook page the event for the launch of the climate strategy. So if you'd like to join there as well, then you can RSVP now and get all of the info for June 3rd. And of course, if you can't make it on the night on June 3rd, this is going to be um, like a project that goes for a few months. So all through the second half of the year, we'll be having forums and yeah, meetings and like ways of gathering the grassroots community collective intelligence on how Victoria should most quickly um, lower emissions for the climate strategy. And we had hoped, of course, for it to be more of a like traveling around the state, getting out the butcher's paper in town halls, doing it old fashioned, (laughs) old school style, but um, it's looking like a lot more of it will have to be online for the foreseeable future, which is okay because maybe that means it's easier for people to to join um, from more remote areas. So, yeah, um, that'll be happening for the next few months and we'd love people to join however they can. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Anna. It's so great to hear how the collective is adapting and really taking all of these spanners. You know, there are so many spanners in the works and it's great to hear how the Act on Climate Collective is taking it all in their stride um, because we really can't let this COVID crisis get in the way of tackling the climate crisis. We need both. We need to uh, tackle both of them at the same time. So thank you so much for joining us. And I do hope you stick around for our next conversation with Jamila Rushton. And we'll be back with that right after this. Sure, will be. Thanks so much. <laughs> Looking for an easy way to keep up with your annual 3CR subscription? You can now set up an annual debit from your bank account or credit card. And once a year, your payment will be automatically deducted. You can cancel at any time and you'll get a reminder each year before payment. Be a constant supporter of Melbourne's precious independent community radio station and set up a recurring payment today. Just go to 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe.
Friends of the Earth Food Co-op is open. Get fresh produce and support local farmers and keep our grassroots community thriving through these unusual times. Organic veggie boxes and click and collect now available. Visit www.foefood.org slash click collect to place your orders. Or pop in store at 312 Smith Street and see how we're adapting with our new physical distancing layout. Shop organic and buy local. Made easy at Friends of the Earth. A proud 3CR supporter. back you're listening to dirt radio on 3cr we've just been chatting with anna langford about all the work the act on climate collective is up to in getting victoria to lead the drive to a safe and sustainable climate joining us now is jamila rushton our fundraising coordinator uh, and the head of friends of the earth warnable out on gunditch mara country thank you so much for joining us jamila Thanks, Megan. Great to be calling in. It's so good to have you. So the uh, campaigns are not the only ones keeping busy during this time of isolation. Can you tell us what Friends of the Earth is up to in keeping our doors open financially during these times? Uh, Sure. There is a lot going on. Um, I guess most of our listeners would be aware of the changes that have happened in the Friends of the Earth food co-op. So the food co-op is still open and trading for takeaways and for bulk foods. So that is one huge part of keeping our door open. The food co-op is our, our social enterprise and does support a lot of the work that we do in the campaigns office. So, um, yeah, great that they're still able to be open and, uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to coming back in there pretty soon and having some takeaway next time I'm in Melbourne, um, whenever that is. Anyway, yeah, we've also got a couple of uh, fundraisers on the go and coming up as we, as we get into sort of like the time where my, people might be thinking about their, their tax, the taxes at tax time. So we're running... Um, a bit of a silly fundraiser just to keep a bit of lightness amidst all of the chaos um, called the Maybe Mullet. Some people might have remembered this uh, collective a few years ago around this campaign with huge success. So um, basically you can sign up and put your hairstyle on the line um, and your friends and family can, can vote um, to, as to whether you either get a mullet haircut or a not mullet haircut. Um, that's the, hence the name Maybe Mullet. So, yeah, we're hoping that people will show their support for Friends of the Earth with a stay-at-home haircut um, while we're all in isolation. So, um, And can you talk us through, like, what do you mean by get a mullet haircut or not get a mullet haircut? How does the fundraiser work? So people either, there's, if you um, check out the page at maybe-mullet.raisley.com, maybe um, you'll see that when you sign up, um, you have a fundraising target and you have, a t- you have two separate fundraising targets. So people can either donate to the mullet fund or the non-mullet fund. Cool. And Anna, you were part of the collective that ran the Maybe Mullet last time. Could you share a little bit of your experience of how it went? 
Oh, it was it was such a fun time. Um, yeah, that was about two years ago in the um, Energy Justice Collective, and I actually narrowly escaped getting a mullet um, like the day before the fundraiser ended because I think my grandparents found out about it and wouldn't have a bar of it um, and topped up my no mullet fundraising side to a secure level. Um, And then on the actual night, we had a big party, um, the official like haircut mullet cutting party at someone's house. And um, our campaign coordinator at the time, Zianna, thought that she was in, in the clear for not having to get a mullet, but a couple of us took a hat around to everyone at the party on the night and <laughs> gathered enough loose change to push her mullet side to be the winning one. So she ended up getting a surprise haircut on the spot and it was pretty funny. I think she's still got remnants of it. <laughs> I'm so glad that you reminded me of that, Anna, because, yeah, I think obviously we are... Uh... Yeah, we can't really have a party at this point in time, but we are, you know, we're all getting used to gathering in the online space. So we will be having a Maybe Mullet live stream where people who have signed up can be live streaming their stay-at-home haircuts as they happen. Um, And that's happening on the 28th of May, so right towards the end of the month. So, um, yeah, if people sign up and they do want to be part of that live stream party, it'll be pretty silly. Um, but it's, it's just in the afternoon on Thursday, the 28th. Um, and a, yeah, a good opportunity to kind of pass the hat around, as you say, Anna, and maybe some people who think they're in the clear might end up having to tune in. Um, yeah, so there's still, yeah, there's still time to get involved and um, it'd be great to have a few more people signing up. Uh, yeah, so that's just one of the fundraisers that we've ha- got going at the moment. Well, it's very exciting. I did sport the mullet around Friends of the Earth for a good four years. So it'll be nice to see a whole bunch of other mullet friends walking around the office when we can go back there. (laughs) Um, And that's not the only fundraiser we've got going on at the moment, is it, Jem? What else is coming up? So in, in June, we will be having a membership drive. So I'm sure that some of our listeners would know, but... Friends of the Earth is a membership-based organisation. Um, so, yeah, we really do rely on the support of members to, to keep us going. So, um, yeah, and I guess the, the real benefit of membership is that we it's, it's a predictable income and at the moment that's, yeah, as we're kind of planning to come out of COVID in really different circumstances and having already taken a big hit financially with the impacts on the social enterprise food co-op. Yeah, having sort of a stable income and a stable budget line would be really good for helping us plan and plan campaigns and, yeah, be able to adapt reactively as the political landscape changes as well. So, yeah, between the 8th and the 12th of June, we'll be having a membership drive just, just for one week where we'll be encouraging all of our regular supporters to become members so that we really can bolster that ongoing support that we're really going to need as we start to really feel the impacts of the economic impacts and political impacts of the COVID pandemic. Yes, we are facing very uncertain times uh, and we know that many of you out there are doing it tough, us as well. So, any, any help that anyone can give us if you can sign up to be a member for as little as... What's the lowest you can sign up to be a member for, Jim? 
Um, if people sign up as a member, usually it's through the Active Friend membership, which is a minimum of $10 a month. We also have a concession membership available and yeah, people can definitely sign up for that, which is um, lower at $30 a year. Yeah, so those are the two membership options that are available. And yeah, all of it is just so supportive and really helps us to be able to, yeah, just have a sustainable way to cover our operating costs. Yes, yes. We do want to keep everyone safe and alive through these strange times, including our beautiful organisation at Friends of the Earth. And one of the perks are you get... 10% off at the Friends of the Earth Food Co-op for all your bulk foods and takeaway organic lunch plate needs. And I would like to thank all of our guests for joining us today, Anna Langford and Jamila Rushton. Thank you so much for coming on Dirt Radio. Oh, nice to be back, even not in the studio. Well, it is good to see you. And I'd also like to thank my guest co-host, Lucinda Walker. How did you go with the show today, Lucinda? <laughs> oh, it was great. It was great to see your little faces on my screen. Um, yeah, it was, it was good to t- try to do radio from home because I haven't done it during this COVID period before. So, yeah. Yes, it is different for all of us. We are all adapting. Um, and of course, if you're just tuning in or you missed any of the interview, you can catch up on today's show at 3cr.org.au slash dirt radio, where you can also find all of our old shows and hear really how we've been adapting and everything we've been talking about through, through these lockdown times and everything before that. And, of course, if you're looking to connect with more community stories, then you can check out 3cr.org.au slash acting up and listen back on our 45-year history series that me and M. Gayford did last year. Now, that's just about all we have time for today. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Dirt Radio. Taking us out today is a song that Lucinda has chosen. What are we listening to? It's called Generations Will Rise by uh, Natili Rise. Great. Thank you very much. We'll see you next week. You won't see us on your TV. You won't read us in the newsfeed. But the time did come. Change keeps beating like a drum. Because the people have the power. They keep waking by the hour. And the youth empties till they break and free from your mess and slavery.
dropping at the ocean of revolution Every ripple fell by the younger generation Just rise and take your stand where you belong Cause it's awakening, replacing them was religion Truth has spread like wildfire in the streets Anything less than equal rights get deleted Cause I have consciousness we are seek Open up your heart and let that inner voice speak In the midst of these crazy times Place for them capitalism and them economy. It's up to we, so open up your 